So. So. I was listening to last week's episode. Okay. And uh, it's something I've noticed in me before. Mm-hmm. I, you can hear me breathing. <laughs> like, or, or uh, to put it more accurately, you can hear me wheezing. Wheezing. Yeah. And How do you define, what is a wheeze exactly? It's I'm kind really of like, sure. it's, you can hear, when you can hear someone breathing, but it's kind of like a struggled like breathing it's kind of like a okay, <laughs> okay. yeah 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 okay oh uh, and this is something that like i've uh, had a problem with all my life because i have two issues mm. one is that i grew up with asthma mm-hmm. um i still technically have asthma but it's not a, a, an issue for me very much yeah but it just means i have slightly weaker lungs and then two is that i've had Terrible problems with my sinuses since as long as I can remember. Well, you can't really breathe much through your nose I'm, at all, I'm, can you? Uh, very rarely. There are days when I can breathe through my nose, but most of the time I can't. So I have to actually breathe through my mouth most yeah. of the time. Which was confusing for me because I the term mouth breather is not used over here. Um. And I used to hear it on TV every now and again. Of, like, people making fun of someone saying, like, oh, look at these mouth breathers over here. Yeah. And I never understood what that was in reference to. Because you were just like, that's just breathing. Like, like it's like yeah. saying, look at those leg walkers. You're well, like, just like, that's I, I how knew, you use... Well, I knew I was supposed to breathe through my nose. Oh, okay. Um, I just knew I couldn't, but I didn't know what the in, uh, implication of being a mouth breather was. Mm. Like, it's like, does that mean that, like, you're, like healthily terrible or does that mean that you're an idiot like I don't know so that was a strange thing for me uh, but yeah so that's just me acknowledging for the listener that uh, <laughs> listen I know I have but that is it isn't good like we probably should get that checked out like and there might be something done like the, some something that could be done to clear your sinuses so you could finally breathe through your nose I mean like this it might change your life it might improve the quality <laughs> it really might oh probably yeah probably like, I mean the odd time I snore which is not very it's not every night but like no. the odd time I snore um, I know it's connected to this sort of stuff. It's connected mm-hmm. to my sinuses and stuff like that. Um, and yes, there's a mythical day in the future when I have money mm. uh, and I can afford to go get have everything checked out. I can, Isn't it I can sad check. how poor we are? Like it's like we have to save up <laughs> to go to the dentist. Like that's. <laughs> I know, and we still haven't managed to actually do this yet. We've been no. saving up for like a year to go <laughs> to, to the go dentist. To the dentist. <laughs> and we're still we're still hoping we can do no, it. No, we can swing it. For me right now, it's more of not having time. We can we can go to the dentist. We we can do that before Christmas. Okay. I don't know. Do you know how much it costs? How much does it cost? Well, like, because... So here's the thing. The place that I used to go to is a cheaper place to get... Because what I, when I go to the, the dentist, this is like way more information than anybody needs. But when I go to the dentist, uh, I get my teeth cleaned because I also have... as mon- uh, Among my many, many f- body failings... Oh, no. I have been told I have uh, soft gums. Okay. So therefore, I'm prone to having issues uh, like gingivitis and stuff like that. Okay. So when I go, I get a, a cleaning, which basically just clears out parts of my mouth uh, that can get plaque buildup and therefore can right. get like gum diseases and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and plus, I never had braces as a kid, which I should have gotten as a kid, but we were too poor to get braces. Mm. So there, there's another issue <laughs> with like money and health. But I wouldn't ever want you to to get braces. Uh, well, I'm at the point in my life now where I wouldn't bother anymore. Okay, good. Um, but you've said before that you that you like would if you got a lot of money or something. Well, I mean, here's the thing. 
it's not a priority. Okay. If I had, like, fuck you money where I could just do whatever the fuck I wanted yeah. forever, um, I'd consider it. Uh, because it does cause issues for me. Like, you know, it's not even just, it's not even just a cosmetic thing anymore. Okay. Like, because the way my teeth are aligned, which is like, it's not the worst. I, I, I recognize I don't have the worst teeth anyone's ever seen, but they're not, they're not perfectly straight. And because of that, the way they're, they line up next to each other, it's actually hard for me to brush. I was, it was told us by dentists. It was hard for me to brush um as thoroughly as the average person yeah see because you always when we brush our teeth together you always make me feel really bad about myself because you like brush your teeth for like you know two hours <laughs> <laughs> i do I, I probably i probably brush my teeth for twice as long as you do yeah um and that's because like i i you know i was i was instructed to do so because i was told like you're gonna have to work hard to get in and around your teeth more than the average person so such a good boy it's not working though. Like I can already but tell. But your teeth look really good. They yeah, do. Yeah, but I can tell that like my like I'm having problems again. Like I can tell like you know things are coming back. Like you know the gum disease is going to mm. is going to strike if I don't mm. go to the dentist again soon. Okay, so how much does it cost to go to the effing dentist? So in this there's, there's a place in, in Dublin called Smiles, which I found was like a cheaper place to get this cleaning done, and the cleaning costs about fifty quid. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's, that's I mean, okay. I have but, that budgeted for. That's what the, I figured. But the problem on top of that is, okay. is that when you go to Smiles for the first time in a long time, they're like, okay, you also have to get uh, a checkup. Oh. And the checkup costs about the same again. Okay. And uh, so I know it's going to be even more because I haven't been in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to be covered by PPS, uh, like by social insurance, that you can get your checkup covered. Mm-hmm. And then you just pay for your cleaning. Um, but I don't have that right now. I don't have, like, I'm not earning pay as you earn taxes. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that free cleaning. And I have to get a medical card. But I have, the only way I can get a medical card is by getting a bunch of stuff signed by our landlord. But our landlord hasn't shown up in a fucking million years. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we should contact him. Well, we were yeah, we, living here without a lease. We've contacted him a million times and he hasn't gotten yeah, back to I us. Yeah, I meant to send him another one around this time just to be like, oh, before Christmas. But I mean, I'm I'm not complaining. We have a really great price. Yeah, so. like we're just kind of coasting because yeah. it's cheap, and we don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. So like again, it's like it's again, it's it's having a lack of money and being worried about money is really impacting in like our ability to look after ourselves uh, <laughs> as far as health is concerned. Um, but yeah, so like you know, and there's like that appointment that I so. <laughs> let me tell the listener about all the things wrong with my body. <laughs> so uh, my week comes. Uh, I have my asthma and my bad sinuses. Um, I uh, also have a, a problem which hasn't been uh, properly diagnosed, but um, is pretty much confirmed as a hiatus hernia, which is for anyone who doesn't know what that is. It's not like a hernia. It's a hernia that went on hiatus. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just chilling for a while. Uh, yeah, it's not like a high. It's not like a normal hernia where you have a thing that you have to like have a surgery for and stuff like that. Uh, it's actually just basically part of your stomach, um, where the acid like burns up your food and stuff like that and digests it for you. Um, that acid isn't contained. The little like kind of gap that holds it in. Um, it's like I I think of it like um, a jar. Mm-hmm. So the jar that has the acid in it, the, uh, the lid on it, is just slightly open. And so the acid's able to come out. 
Okay. And it does. If I'm if I'm eating particularly acidic acidic foods, there's so much acid that's mm. overflowing, and it comes out of the jar and it comes all the way up my but throat. But there is a way to close the lid. No. Oh. There isn't. So then that's what are you the problem. That's the problem. So I was talking to the doctor about it. She said she, for for people who don't know, they've they've. I'm supposed to go to the hospital in um, February. To- <laughs> for people who don't know, because most people probably know this. Most people are probably following. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not explaining this for you. Who does oh. know? Like is, is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, for everybody but you, Darcy. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I'm Aaron Fever. This is Darcy Fever, yeah. uh, or depending on what name she wants to go on on the day. Whatever you want to call me. Sure. Well, this is this is why it's called Fever Talk. We're a married couple. Um, we're not quite a full year married yet, so mm-hmm. this is this is our life, and welcome to it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've, uh, uh, I was talking to a doctor, and they asked me like, what kind of pre-existing conditions do you have? And I said like, you know, this. I have this problem with acid in my stomach. And she says, okay, like, when did you get checked up on this? And I says, like, never. And she goes, how long have you had it from? This is, like, 16 years. Mm. Uh, pretty much since I was 16 years old. Uh, she's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's not <laughs> Is that good. what she said? Kind of. <laughs> um, and I, and I, she's like, why didn't you get it checked out? Like, and I says, well, one, I didn't know how unusual it was. Because you hear yeah. people on, on TV all the time, like, I've got heartburn. Is this yeah. what heartburn is? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've got a burning in my throat and my chest. Like, is this what Do heartburn is? Do you hear is? that on TV a lot? There's, there's so many ads for heartburn tablets on oh, television. Oh, wait a second. Because I thought you're always talking about... Okay. No, so because in the States, so here they can't show ads for like antidepressants on TV, but they can still show ads for medication. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's it's usually over-the-counter medication they can show ads for. Mm. They can't show ads for prescription medication. Okay. Which I think is different because in the States, I think you can, they, there's lots of ads for prescription oh, medication. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's only stuff that can be sold over-the-counter. So it's stuff that is readily available. Um, so like things like Lemsip, there's lots of ads for, yeah, yeah. um, like colds and flu medicines and stuff like that. But, so uh, you thought it was normal because everyone on TV had heartburn. So you so just many thought ads. you were like all the boys on TV. I just thought like, like, oh, this is a thing that everybody gets. Yeah. Like a cold. Yeah. Like, like everybody gets a cold, everybody gets heartburn. Yeah. So I didn't know how bad it was. Um, but then I had, you know, heard as I started to get older and stuff like that, that my, uh, my uncle has a severe form of this. Um, my mom and dad suffer from it pretty much. And they all have a hiatus hernia? Well, we don't, I know my uncle has a hiatus hernia. He's had mm. his diagnosed. Okay. He's a little bit better off. He used to be an architect. Mm. So he's had the money to go check that out. My parents haven't had it checked out either. But they both experienced this. They both experience it. My dad, I think to a lesser extent, um, but my mom definitely does, and I think even one of her brother, other brothers does too. Uh, and I know my brother, like, brothers, like, uh, experience it. And I was told by the doctor when I went recently, just for a different thing, um, that it's like, oh, it's, it's a genetic thing. Mm. Like, it's usually if your parents have it, you have it, it's passed down, mm. like, sort of thing. Uh, and I said to her, it's like, okay, well, if it's genetic... And you want me to go to the hospital to get it confirmed that that's what it is, even though, like, I'm pretty sure that's what it is if my other family members have mm-hmm. it. Uh, what, what are you going to do for me? Yeah. Um, like, do I have to get surgery or something like that? Because I really don't want to do that. And, like, do I have to get a camera down my throat? And she says, like, well, you might have to get a camera down your throat 
into your stomach to, to look at it. And I'm like, well, that's horrifying. But it's just so they can tell you, yep, this is what you have. Yeah. This is what we thought it was. Yeah. And I says, okay, well, like, what's the result? And she's like, no, it's not really surgery. Like, we can give you these special types of antibiotics that will, like, make it good for a while. And, and I'm like, bad again. And I'm like, what? So you just can't get rid of it? And she's like, no, I can't get rid of it because it is genetic. It's part of your body and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, then what the fuck is the point of me doing all this? <laughs> so, like, it would just be... If, I feel like it would just be spending a lot of money... Yeah. ...to end up doing exactly what I'm already doing right now to yeah. treat this. Which is, like, for anyone who doesn't know, is, like, if you have a kind of acidic problem like this, and I'm, I'm meeting more and more people who do. Yeah. So it seems to be pretty common. Um... It to there's tablets over the counter tablets like Nexium and uh, and there are probably changes you could but wouldn't want to make in your diet. There, are, but here's the thing: the changes in your diet make it less of a problem, but it doesn't get rid of the problem. Mm -hmm. So like even if I because like there's foods like uh, like tomatoes and fruits and chocolate and caffeine that exacerbate the problem because they really right. stir up the acid in your stomach right uh, but even if I got rid of them it wouldn't get rid of the issue mm -hmm. that's there and also it's really fucking hard to eliminate things like tomatoes from I tried see I said it both ways I said tomatoes <laughs> and I said tomatoes my face lit up when you said he, tomatoes she, it really did <laughs> uh, but even if I like because tomatoes are in everything like, mm. they're in everything. And tomatoes are in a lot of things also. Right, but they're less good. <laughs> um, I, I think they're a lot better. But. but yeah, tomatoes are, like, so fucking, like, they're in all the best foods. They're in pizza. Yeah. They're in, like, spaghetti. They're in, like, pasta. Well, they're not like, in spaghetti. <laughs> if you're going to have spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah. I don't know another way of having spaghetti. Because you, when you do spaghetti, you're not actually making spaghetti. You're making, like, l linguine something something. Okay. Because you don't actually use spaghetti, like, strings. No, spaghetti doesn't do it for me. I mean, all, like, all pasta is good pasta. I'm never going to complain about pasta. But when it comes to pasta shapes, spaghetti is definitely my least favorite. Yeah, but if, you, if you're making a bolognese, I don't understand how you're making it with anything other than spaghetti. Well, excuse me. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there, babe. Why? Because it's like, it's, it's just, it's just what it is. It's a fake bolognese, then. Bolognese is the sauce, not the... You can make yeah, linguine, so you're linguine bolognese. bolognese. Yeah, yeah. But, but you gotta make spaghetti bolognese. Why? it's good. So you don't like it as much if it's with linguine? I don't like linguine all that much. Oh, I didn't know that. How yeah. have you ever told me that? Because I'm only really kind of coming to the realization of this. Oh, okay. Like, I've been trying it. Oh, okay, I see. But, like, I've realized it's not as satisfying. Why? I think there's something very... About the linguine, there's too much pasta, I feel, then, when you're eating it. Like, it's mm. too much pasta in the way of everything else. Mm. And it doesn't mix with the bolognese that well, because it kind of just slaps it out of the way. And it's, like, a little bit slimier for some reason. I don't know mm. why. But, yeah, so it just, it's, it's, a, it's a texture and mixing thing. Okay. I don't think so. I think linguine probably is fine in like just if it's just in a creamy sauce because it's all about just the sauce on it. Mm -hmm. But bolognese has like, you know, the meat or in your case the meat substitute, mm -hmm. uh, and that's a that's a star of the show. And you want it to mix in. I see. Okay. 
Well, next time I make it, I'll make it with spaghetti. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry. No, you don't have to. Like, we can, oh, no. We can make it doesn't make a difference. We, do, we could make separate pastas, but it doesn't make a big difference to me. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so that, Okay, so that was one of my other health issues. Another health issue is I, ha- I went to, to the hospital when I was a kid to have my knees checked on because my knees would loudly click in class when I was like eight or nine. When you were doing what? Like just getting up and down? I would, I would just sit there and if I move my leg, Ooh. my knee would just go click. Ah. And it would be quite painful. And I didn't know what, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, so they got me checked out and they found out I have very weak cartilage in my knees. So if it's okay if I'm not doing a lot of sports activities, but of course when I was eight or nine, I was playing sports and running around all day. Like, and it says like that wears down the cartilage, and that means it's just bone on bone action because the cartilage and stuff is in between your bones. And so this basically said to be there and then like you can never be a sports star, like oh. you'd be fucked. Uh, so your dreams were crushed. My dreams were crushed. Now, luckily enough, I was never physically able to be a sports star anyway. <laughs> so you don't think it's the knees that got in the way? No, it wasn't the knees. It was any sort of natural talent for it <laughs> is what got in the way. Uh, you know, I love playing sports. So I was never good at it. Uh, which is probably what, like, I mean, my mud, all these lists of body elements I'm listing, it is probably a good indication of why I was never good at sports. Uh, so, yeah, so I, then my knees. And then... I think that's it. I've got good eyes. I've got decent hearing. Uh, I was told I have like mutant skin. Yeah. Because I had a, I had a cancer scare two years ago. More than three years ago, yeah. I guess it was the, it was the early in the year that I met you. Yeah. Uh, so three years ago, and uh, it turned out to be a benign lump on my nose, but they cut a lump out of my nose. And so now I have a weird nose. You have a beautiful nose. Which really. Tom told me was, like, dewy. When did he say that? Because, okay, my t- friend Tom, for the record, who is Jewish, <laughs> um, is the dungeon master in my Dungeons & Dragons game. Wait, did he say this to you recently? He said it on Sunday to me. He says, you're real Jewish looking. And I'm like, what? And he says, like, uh, says, am I really not Jewish looking? He says, well, he got, like, a really Jewish nose. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> like, he's got, yeah, you got the big nose. You don't have a big nose. Ah, man, sometimes Tom gets mean with me. He does. You don't and I know, have a and big I know, nose. And I know his wife listens, so you, and I'm, sure, <laughs> and I'm sure she's cackling because she was there in the room for this as well. But every now and again, Tom likes to get, like, a real dig in. Damn. He does, he does. So that was, yeah, he told me, like, I was like, yeah, you got a real Jewy nose. <laughs> He may not have pronounced it Jewy. He may have pronounced something else. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. You don't have a big nose. Not that there's anything wrong with having a big nose anyway, but you don't no. have a big nose. I, I, I know my dad has quite a Roman nose. I and have quite I, a Roman nose. Yours isn't very Roman, no. I think so. I know, but you're paranoid about your nose. Yeah. You think your nose is a bigger deal, quote unquote, than it is. Yeah. Uh, like I wanted a nose job when I was a teenager. And when I look at some pictures, I still do. But uh, yeah, but you give out about people who have had a nose job. Yeah, of course, because I didn't get one. <laughs> and so they, so everyone, nobody else can. <laughs> well, I, I, I just think it's a horrible way to conform to oppressive beauty standards, and I think it's a, it's a horrible thing, especially like okay, you're a woman, you get a nose job. Look, I don't want to be too judgmental of people who get nose jobs. I don't know, whatever, everyone, whatever. <laughs> so, <if you're laughs> I mean, 
I guess everyone can live their own life and you know whatever. Well, but like, I understand everyone can. I mean, you should be free to get a nose job. I don't think it should be illegal or anything. But you know, I don't. I don't like people. Who, well, not, I don't like people. I don't like the idea of mutilating your body to fit a beauty standard. And that's that's what a nose job is. I also am not very impressed with people who get boob jobs um, or tattoos. Well, yeah, I don't like tattoos, <laughs> but that's, that's my own thing too. Um, yeah. Well, now I feel like I've offended like probably everyone who listens to this. Our, our, our fake boobed, uh, fake nosed, uh, tattooed <laughs> listeners. We may have one listener who fits that description, but I'm, I'm sorry if you do, like but, we don't mean it, but. But the whole thing with the, with the nose job thing is, okay, so what if I have, I got a nose job and then I have a daughter someday who's born with my original nose. And I'm like, oh, honey, like, I cut that thing off. <laughs> like, I just don't like that. That's it. No, that's interesting, actually, because, yeah, I never I never thought of it that way in the sense of what you're telling uh, a family member. Absolutely. Um, that's, yeah, that, I never thought of it that way. Because I always thought, like, Mike, because you know me, I'm very much a let everybody do whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't affect me. Sort but of it attitude. does. But I'm very much of look at how your actions do affect you on, on a on a greater level and the social implications of everything you do. That's why I get so annoyed with actresses who starve themselves. Yeah. And so same thing about like you know having surgery to fit a beauty standard. That's yeah. what a nose job is. Yeah. Um. What if you got you know the way like drag queens they do that shading on their nose. Yeah. Where they really like change the shape of it by yeah. doing the shape. Yeah, my friend tried to do that for me once, and it wasn't. I, I'm I'm sorry, but it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, but I I don't know. Like, it's but I wonder if you got that tattooed on. If like someone did like a tat like could you tattoo makeup? Yeah, I think Michael Jackson did. I think he tattooed his eyeliner on. Really? I think so. I never heard that one before. I gotta look that one up. Oh, maybe I, maybe I made that up. I mean, like someone said that to me once in fifth grade. And um, I just never forgot it. I don't know. <laughs> of, of all the rumors I've heard about Michael Jackson, that's not the weirdest. No, so, you wouldn't put it past him, would you? I, I mean, like that seems almost reasonable in comparison to everything yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, like what about him and his nose jobs? You know, like I don't think that's is a great example to set. I really don't. Yeah, but that was definitely somebody who was like incredibly struggling with who they were yeah totally like just like and that's the thing I think you know it always comes back to just mental health a mm-hmm. lot of the time um so uh so yeah so what are your like weird health things what well, do you what have? I'm thinking right now is like how one of my like I'm really f- freaking out because one of my eyes is totally blurry and I have a headache on one side of my head but here's the thing I've had a headache the last day or two I've had a very very mild headache the last day or two I'm wondering if it is like I think it's a sinus thing because one the weather's changed quite a lot. Okay, but has it is it on one side of your head though? This is what freaks me out that it's on one side of your head. Headaches are never like perfectly distributed around your head. And it's like one eye, like one eye feels weird. Look at my eyes. Do my eyes look the same or does one look weirder than the other? They look exactly the same. Really? Yes. One doesn't look weird? No. I tell you if your eye looked weird. You know me, I'm that stupid. I just go, your eye looks funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, this, uh, it's like, it's really bad. I just, I just, I just don't. But what, here's the thing. I was actually, when I asked that question originally, and this is classic Darcy, because yeah. you went to, here's what I could have. 
I was actually asking, what did you, what did you actually have? But this is on my mind right now because it's <laughs> happening to me right now. So of course it's on my mind. Okay. Would, okay. Can we talk a little bit about your hypochondria? You think I have hypochondria? I, I do, baby. Okay. Uh, because, and you said this yourself, mm-hmm. you sometimes are looking for a health I'm issue. I'm not looking for it. I would never be, like, looking for it. But maybe on some subconscious level, but not consciously. I wouldn't admit, like, oh, I'm looking for my health issue. No, I just, if something is a little bit off, I think I blow it out of proportion. But I'm right. not looking for it. Okay. No, this like, is- my, my feelings are real. And they're just maybe blown out of proportion. Yeah, no, I'm not saying they're not... Like, I'm not saying you're not experiencing a headache. Okay. Uh, what I mean is, uh, not looking for it, and you're right, looking for it is not the right term, but in the sense of, you were saying to me before that, like, if things are going well in your life, mm-hmm. you kind of expect something to go wrong. Yeah, that's true. And so if you have a little niggly health thing, like, oh, I've got a headache today, yeah. or, oh, I'm a bit sniffly today, mm-hmm. you... Sniffly, no. I wouldn't... Have you ever heard me complain about sniffles? No. All right. All right. I'm just trying to give examples, but, like... <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, there's the piece of me that is... That really is afraid that there is something very wrong with me. And and as you describe this, like, the, the same idea that I always say comes to my mind. Like, just because I'm a hypochondriac doesn't mean I don't have a rare terminal illness. And that's true. It doesn't <laughs> but, even have to be rare. It can just be terminal. But in a weird way, I feel like you won't be happy until you're proven no, right. No, that's so not true. Like, because it's, it's my biggest fear. Like, it's such a, it's a horrible, horrible fear. I don't want it to be true. I really, really don't. No, my therapist has suggested that too. Like, oh, would there be... Like, no, I, I, it's something that it would be horrible. Sometimes you obsess with things that you don't want as well. But the, but I guess that if I don't want it, I try and ignore it. And I try and like... But that's the part about control because I wonder how much control I do have over it. And part of having control over a terminal illness is catching it quickly. So I want not to die of a terminal illness um, at a young age. So I want to catch things quickly. So if I fa- feel something that's even a little bit off, I think, okay, I, you know, I have some control over this. I should catch it but instead of going to the doctor or something because if I did this I would be in the doctor constantly yeah I you know <laughs> complain to you or my friends or my mom and say you know do you think what do you think this do, is do you think I have a brain tumor yeah I mean, usually their question the yeah yeah that tends to be the one but here's the thing is that like you can't experience that forever like you can't be forever in that panic of oh like because here's the thing I just listed like eight health problems on me mm. if I thought Every time, like, my breathing's bad is like, oh, shit, I've got lung cancer. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be in this state of panic forever. Mm -hmm. Like, these niggly sort of things, these small things, pop up every day. And you just kind of have to get used to them. Part of the problem is I don't feel like I've had, like, a very thorough checkup in a long time. And I don't even know how to get one. I mean, I guess I could just ask the doctor for a thorough checkup, but it wouldn't quite seem thorough enough to check for everything. Yeah, because, like, thing, you do can't you want, really like, an screen. MRI or something? Like, what do you want? I mean, kind of. I would like to, to have a CAT scan. Like, I would like to see my insides. Like, I would I would <laughs> like to I'd be given, like, a clean bill of health. And if I could just rest comfortable comfortably and, like, doing that once a year, I think I would relax a little bit. But it's just this idea that there could, could be all these things that have just been brewing inside of me 
Uh, no one knows. That's, that's, see, that's to me is like, first of all, exhausting. Yeah. You like, and I feel like you are exhausting yourself. Like, I feel like you're worn out a little bit the last day or two stressing about your eye. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, I actually don't think so. I don't think I'm particularly worn out because I'm stressing about my eye. Maybe I'm stressing about my eye because I'm particularly worn out. That's yeah. Is it, yeah. Is it a chicken or an egg thing there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, cause like, I mean, I know you've been busy the last couple of weeks, but I don't know if it's been the busiest period of your year. No, not the busiest period of my year. No. Um, but it's busy, and it's the kind because I'm the kind of busy that's there's always something I could or should be doing at home. Like so, it is kind of hard to relax. Yeah. And so, do you think? So, you think there's a connection there? You think because I don't know. It's possible. Or I could just have a real fucking problem in my head. Like, that, you know, I'm always going to come back to that. Like, they, it could be exactly what I think it is. I just think it's so, like, you're 28. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. you, you don't really get, like, brain tumors at 28. Yes. yes, you have a friend who... I don't know what age she was. Oh, she wasn't my friend. There was a friend of a friend. I thought she was your friend. Oh, yeah. I don't think she was 28 when that happened to her. Well, she, I mean, she was early 30s at the oldest. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's not a big difference. And I went to college with a girl who passed away about a year and a half ago um, when she was like 26 or 27. So Okay, well, that's put me in my place. I, I I, mean, we both know people who have died from brain tumors exactly. at a young enough age. So, so that's, it's, it's I, not I'll that, in, right? So... Oh, but I wasn't thinking of someone who died. I was thinking of your friend Dana. She, I mean, she lived. Oh, yeah. She still had one, and, like, good that she caught it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's a weird thing, because, like, I guess, I guess maybe because I've been sick my whole life. In mm-hmm. one form or another. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had, I've been pulled out of school for long periods a lot because of sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm used to my body having something wrong with it. Yeah. But you must have been, like, I know you had a spell in hospital. Right, uh, that was because of mental illness. For mental illness. <laughs> um, but, like, otherwise, like, were you sick a lot growing up? Um, no, not really. I mean, like, bad colds, and that's the worst that I really got. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, I wonder, like, so maybe it's just, like, you're not used to your body working under, like, having, like, little things niggly with you with you and stuff like that. So maybe that's why you're, like, panicking, because you're getting old now, and you're having, like, all the niggly things that well, old people get. I hope that's get. what it is. I hope it's just getting old. But well, here's the thing. Me complaining, though, and worrying that I had a terminal illness now, this has been going on since I was in high school. Okay. So that, that actually isn't new. That's new. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not new. Yeah. Um, that's so, like, even when you were in high school, you are like, I think I have a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I just, Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you know, obviously, I hope you don't have a brain tumor. So do I. Uh, I don't think you do. 
I just wish no one ever had one. I just... Here's the thing. Okay, so you mentioned a good example. So uh, a person I know, a wonderful friend of mine, uh, Dana, mm-hmm. um, she had uh, she so, she so had a brain tumor and she had a cutout. Uh, she's doing great now. Right, which is great. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy to hear stories like that of people she, surviving. She blogged about her experience. Yeah. So she has a bunch of videos that she made talking about her symptoms that she had... What led her to find out that she had a brain tumor and everything else that happened after that. If I showed you those Mm -hmm. and you actually heard from someone who had one, what actually is a symptom or what actually is a sign of this sort of thing? Because every time you tell me, like, I have a headache, I must have a brain tumor. I'm like, no, that's not a fucking sign of a brain tumor. Like, you have to have all But it is things. a sign. I mean, but it's, it's amongst not a, other things. Yeah, amongst many, many other not things. Not everybody who has a headache no. has a brain the tumor. The vast majority of people who have headaches don't have brain tumors. Very true. But it's still, it is a sign of many but signs. But you have to have more than one. I don't know. And I mean, you, yeah, I do, you do, but. <laughs> you do. And you don't have more than one. So if I showed you, here's the thing. So this is what I wonder. Would you, if you watch these videos, do you think? And be honest with me. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that would calm you down, or do you think that you'd just be looking for like you was like, oh, I definitely have this because sometimes I'm tired. No, I think it. No, I because well, can do you know off the top of your head what some of her other symptoms are? I remember her talking about. Um, specifically, uh, how she would find a struggle to speak. Okay. That she would find it trouble, uh, find it difficult to actually get uh, some words out. Like some words would just be lost from her head when she's trying to talk to somebody. Like you know, uh, that thing where I I drive it and I sit in it and it's got four wheels. Okay. A car, yes, a car. Okay. So like stuff like that would happen, and um, uh, and a bunch of other stuff like so talking about how like she found it very difficult uh to dance. Um, but that was a, a whole uh, thing that her coordination was gone. Mm. Um, so things like that. So uh, if I if like if if you realize just how like how much more extreme symptoms are than just a headache. But every everyone is different though, and every no, so, but that's yeah. true. Like so, like, you want you just dismiss it and you say like I still have a head a brain cancer. Well, it would still be possible, and the truth is, it would be, and like that's the real like it's it's part of. Uh, but it's not. It's but you're saying it would be, but it's not because you have to have other symptoms. Not no, uh, you no, don't. no one just had a headache and then found that they had a brain tumor. And if they had a headache, I don't think that's true. And if they had a headache, it would be a severe migraine style headache. It would be like something that would be like incapacitating. Some, it would just be like people, I've got a bit of a headache today. Some people can have cancer with no symptoms. Like maybe I have a headache. Do you think I have a brain tumor? I certainly hope not. No, I don't think you have one. So why do you think I don't have one? You do. Because mine is so strange, and it's and it's affecting mine, my vision. Right, but like in one eye. Okay. I love you. I love you too. But we we uh, yeah we're not gonna stop this today. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna solve this one today. No, we're not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, for those listening, um, if you have weird <laughs> health issues, tell us about or it. Or experience with health anxiety or hypochondria. Yeah. or I you- Actually, it's very comforting for me to talk to other people who have issues with that because it helps me realize that it maybe it is just that. Yes. 
And also, if you are a husband or wife of someone with hypochondria, if you have any <laughs> tips oh, on how to deal with that, oh, you're so patient. I'm more than happy to hear oh. about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so uh, we'll be back. We'll be back again for I'd say one more before Christmas, mm-hmm. and then we'll take a bit of a break for the for the holiday season, as they say. Uh, and until then, uh, we hope you have a, a good trip to Star Wars. Yeah, I'm sure I don't really care about how you trip to Star Wars. Is. Yeah, but you hope that you hope their trip is good, all right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, or if you don't go see Star Wars, go see something nice. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>